This is Sunday Focus, a weekly public affairs program that looks at the topics affecting our society and the people who are making a change in the community each and every day. The people who have vision for the next generation. Sunday Focus presents new challenges for us, keeping you informed with topics of local and regional interest. Now the host of Sunday Focus, Christine Manica. Good morning. Coming up on the program today, I'll sit down with Casey Miley of the Sioux Falls School District to discuss the spring sports season for this academic year. We'll also talk about last March during the start of the COVID-19 pandemic and what's changed since then. That's all coming up on Sunday Focus. I am joined by Casey Miley. He is the coordinator of athletics and physical physical education for the Sioux Falls School District. Hey, Casey, good morning. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming back on. You know, the last time you were on, it was 2020, and the sports were kind of non-existent. So let's bring on 2021. And we were really talking about those fall sports that happened during the first semester. So let's kind of start from there. The coronavirus became a reality for the state in March, and despite all of that craziness during the spring, the sports did continue in the fall. Overall, how were the fall sports? You know, I would I would say successful. We finished every single uh, one of our fall sports um, through the state tournament and and crowned state champions in the state of South Dakota and in the Sioux Falls School District. We maintained in our traditional learning and completed every single one of our fall sports. So. Very successful fall, uh, extremely uh, happy for our student-athletes and our coaches um, that were able to do that and accomplish that. Uh, there was uh, a lot of uh, joy and um, thankfulness that they were able to be able to do that. Um, but I appreciate what they accomplished because it was no easy task, that is for sure. How do you think the students and coaches reacted and adjusted to this new normal during the fall? I'm incredibly proud of, of what they did and what they accomplished. Uh, the guidance and the protocols that we've received from the state and local officials and, and our sports medicine providers here in Sioux Falls, um, it's no easy task. Uh, there is a lot of extra work, a lot of extra hours. Uh, our coaches and, and student athletes have worked harder this year than they ever have in the past and uh, could not be happier with how they responded. Uh, The kids were just saying, tell us what we need to do and we'll do it to make sure that we have uh, traditional learning and our activities in the Sioux Falls School District and and our coaches were the the same way. Um, So could not be prouder of that that group um, of student athletes and coaches from the fall. Um, and incredibly thankful uh, for for their efforts and the adversity that they had to overcome to get their seasons in. Absolutely. You know, it's hard to believe that this is still kind of unfamiliar territory for everyone. Unlike at the beginning of the pandemic, things are starting to look up. Now, at the start, any decision or questions that would be decided and answered by the South Dakota School Association, does that still hold truth for the spring since things are always changing during this time? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, I was actually sitting in, we spent three hours in a task force meeting with the South Dakota High School Activities Association. Uh, We had our South Dakota Department of Ed. We had some medical professionals on there. We also received the guidance from our our national organization, the National Federation of High Schools. So we sorted through all of that information yesterday, and and we're trying to get a little bit of a framework for their board 
um, on what the guidance should be for our spring sports. So, yeah, um, it, it's still alive and well. Um, yeah, we, our, our state is, our numbers are looking good. Uh, but what we keep telling our coaches and our athletes in the Sioux Falls School District is, is we're not to the finish line yet. In fact, we're not even over halfway the mid-hump here. we got to get through our winter sports, and we're on the downhill slide of those. Um, February and March, we'll finish those, and then we'll start up our spring sports. And we feel good about it uh, because everything that we've done is working. We know that. We have the proof of that. We have the stats of that. Um, but let's not let up our guard right now. Let's let's finish through the finish line so that our our spring sports and those are really the ones that are near and dear to our heart because they're if if you remember they're the first ones girls and boys basketball and our spring sports are are the first uh, groups that we told hey you're not you're not going to be at, yeah. be able to have a season in in 2020. Um, so those are the ones that we really really want to make sure that we protect and do everything that we possibly can to ensure that they have a season here in in South Dakota. It's interesting how you bring that up because I'm assuming people, kids that were juniors are entering senior year of high school now during the basketball season and even the spring season. How do you think they're reacting to right now? Are they having high hopes or are they like, wait a minute, we don't know what's going to happen. So let's be hesitant for a little bit. No, I, th- I think they're very optimistic. I, th- I think all of our coaches and our students and our teachers are very optimistic because the reality is, is that they're doing an outstanding job in, in the school building on a day-to-day basis. Nothing's relaxed there. We haven't, we haven't done any changes in our school building that has gotten us to this point. Um, so the, the, the hopes are optimistic, and, and they know that if we keep continuing down this path, the, the the mask, the social hygiene, the, the distancing and all that type of stuff and all the guidance and protocols that we have in place in the locker rooms and our busing and all that type of stuff. If we continue down that path, the, the reality is is that we're going to have a really, really good opportunity to get their spring season in. So I, I would say they're excited, they're hopeful, they're optimistic, and uh, they're doing everything that they can to prepare for that season and, and make it a reality. Going back to the high school association meeting, is there anything that they hope will change during the spring season, or are they just going to keep most of the protocols the same for right now? You know, a lot of that, a lot of the discussion is around um, the vaccine and, and where, where our federal government and our state and local governments feel that we're going to be with the vaccinations of our, our population. Um, and it, it's looking more optimistic, but that still is a little ways off where we're going to have that immunity or that vac- vaccination of our entire, our, our, our entire population. So that conversation really said, all right, then we're going to have to go through the end of spring here on, on continuing these protocols and then really refocus in the fall on, all right, are we really back to true normal? Is the pandemic officially over? Are we vaccinated? All that type of stuff. So the reality that we kind of saw was that we're going to probably have to have these guidance and protocols all the way through the spring to be able to finish uh, the last state tournament that we'll have is early June, which is our girls golf tournament. To be able to accomplish those, uh, we did we did have some measures in place. And, and the biggest one, that conversation really focused on was our winter region and round the 16 games that we have and, and our state tournaments that we have um, in the state of South Dakota. And another big one that's out there that was actually um, 
postponed from the fall to the spring. Um, and one of our biggest events in the state of South Dakota is our all-state chorus and orchestra event that we have. It's, uh, it's one of the finer events that we have. A lot of really talented student-athletes from around the state, but that's, there's big discussion because there's an aerosol study out there from our national federation that's saying um, the guidance is, is not very uh, favorable to be able to get that event in, but a lot of our discussions centered around that, that activity. Just like you had to tell the student athletes last year or around this time a year ago that you can't play your sport this season or it's finished. How do you think the coaches are reacting to this? Because they've seen that sadness unfold and now they've had a little bit more time to prepare for what's to come for them now. Our coaches have been outstanding. They're, you know, they're really bought in that we're going to do anything and everything that we possibly can. We're going to, you know, their leadership skills and what they've had to do and the amount of time that they've had to put in. I'm, I'm so thankful for what they do and very fortunate to be centered around some really good and talented people here in the Sioux Falls School District. But their, their attitude um, towards this and whatever they have to do to get opportunities, safe opportunities for our, our students to participate has been outstanding and um, has not, uh, just really proud of that group because they're, they're the exact same way as the kids. Is Just tell us what we have to do, we'll, we'll, we'll put those guidelines and those protocols in place and we'll provide these safe opportunities for kids to participate. If you are just listening, Casey Miley with the Sioux Falls School District is on the phone with us. Now, Casey, just remind everybody about those protocols and guidelines that you do have in place that do appear to be continuing for the spring. Yeah, we have a, we have a return to play uh, that was approved by our school board in the fall, and then we, we reevaluated that in the middle of the fall for our winter sports. Um, there, there's a lot of things that go into that. We looked at every nook and cranny that, that we have within the Sioux Falls School District and what we need to do to be able to provide opportunities for our kids to participate in our athletics. So you looked at anywhere from attendance at our games, uh, locker room guidance and protocols. Um, if you go to a girls' or boys' basketball game, if, right now our, our, our benches are distanced. Mm-hmm. and they're spaced out and they're staggered and, and we have assigned seating at those and our, and our kids um, on the bench are in mask and, and our students that are in the crowd are in mask. Um, but you have a lot of sanitization protocols, cleaning, all those type of things. So it is, it's affected every single aspect of our building from our custodial staff to our coaching staff to our, to our students. Um, every um, group that we have, every staff member, every student that we have in the, in the district has really um, responded well to be able to provide these opportunities for our kids. It's kind of hard to believe that last March and almost around this time when everything kind of stopped, the basketball tournaments, the spring sports, all that stuff in general. Do you look back on that now and think how incredible that whole situation was just knowing that sports halted for that period of time? Yeah, it's it's very surreal. Um, but it, it also, the, the one thing that it did is it, it really... For our group, I, I'm fortunate that we have four high school activities principals and six middle school activity or athletic coordinators in the Sioux Falls School District, but it, it just it really made us thankful 
for and uh, really reassess what what we are here to do, and that's that's to provide opportunities for student athletes in, in the Sioux Falls School District. So it's really brought us a, a lot closer together. So I'm very thankful for that. But yeah, when you sit there and look and say, man, 2020, there's no track and and going through those, it's it's just it doesn't feel real, but it is, and and we're just incredible. But it makes you thankful for what you have right now. We had Washington boys play Harrisburg, and just to be able to watch them and see the kids smile on their faces and the joy of competition again, and just how fortunate we are. And the the real reality that we have is in the state of South Dakota in Sioux Falls, we're having that basketball game and 15 to 20 minutes away in Minnesota, they're having their first activities uh, of the school year. So it really makes you thankful for what we, we are able to do and, 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 and not do in, the, in South Dakota, uh, but just really be in the moment and, and uh, be thankful for what you have. What do you think you learned from this going forward when it comes to tournaments or even makeup gains, winners, stuff like that, if a pandemic or if anything catastrophic were to happen like this again? Yeah, um, you know, there, there's just, a, I mean, the biggest thing that I've learned is just you, you never underestimate the value that it, that it brings to, to these student-athletes. Um, having these opportunities and these educational opportunities, these activities has been so important and to have that taken away and now add that it's very important. But I mean, there's even some things that we did um, that have come about because of COVID that, Oh man, we kind of really like how we do that. Let's continue to, to do that. You know, there's game procedures and, and stuff like that and, and how you, manage those games and those events and all that type of stuff and flow of of spectators and teams and all that type of stuff there's there's some really good things that actually came came about as well so great learning experience for all of us i was going to ask what is something or some things that you would like to bring after the pandemic's over what's something that you liked well, for, for us, the, the game management at, and, and the traffic flow and, and spectators and all that type of stuff at Howard Wood really, really opened our eyes on how we, we do that type of stuff. Um, but it, it, those are things that I, I really enjoyed and um, really made our game management on our football Friday nights and Saturday nights um, really happen really well and it's just something is all right this we we had the kids enter in the back of the facility and they're exiting out of the back of the facility and all that type of stuff and it just really helped with a lot of the stuff and it made things more efficient so just simple little things like that to make your job easier and 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 a better experience for our kids and our coaches You've already been talking about this little by little, but having spectators um, is a huge deal for the state because that's been the popular trend going around professional sports and even our neighboring states by not having fans in the stands. And that's not the case for here in the state, including here in South Dakota. Now, I'm assuming that's probably going to be the same way, just limit the amount of spectators for the spring. But seriously, how did having spectators at the games affect the fall sports because people really don't realize unless you were an athlete yourself that having fans in the stands really do make a difference yeah you know i 
obviously anytime you limit attendance, the, the, the group that is disappointed about that is the adults. You know, you got grandma and grandpa that want to be at the game and all that type of stuff. But we were able to live stream a lot more events than we ever have in the Sioux Falls School District. But I would say for the most part, our kids uh, and our students and our coaches were extremely thankful that we even allowed that. So the four in the fall, um, was, was good because they're outdoor activities and you can kind of manage and control those ticketed events um, with a couple of our facilities and, and the amount of crowds and, and the well-attended girls and boys basketball games and our gymnastics and our wrestling events. Some of those are more of the well-attended, but our facilities are a little smaller and you're not outdoors, so we had to go to two uh, two tickets per rostered athlete in the winter, and that has played out extremely well it's a safe environment i've had a lot of people come in and say hey you guys are doing a really good job it's one of the more safer environments that we've been at a washington high school or a roosevelt high school or even a memorial middle school um so we had to go to two now the challenge that we have in, in looking at our spring we host one of the larger regional track meets um yeah. in, in the area um and that's the dakota relays and you have 3,000 participants in that event every single year. And if you do the math on that, we're not going to be able to safely distance uh, 6,000 right. people. Um, so that's the discussion we have right now and, and the challenge that we have. It's a little easier to the roster size numbers for our, our winter sports are, are, are manageable. You know, you got 16 kids on a, on a boys' basketball team or a girls' basketball team. Um, little easier to manage but when you're talking about 3,000 student athletes at a, at a track meet how's that going to work and how's that going to look so we got some tough decisions to still make and some some things that we're looking at to provide those safe opportunities but this is like i said this is the one we want to make sure that we finish our winter sports because we had to tell two of those sports they couldn't finish last year and we got four sports that we got coming up here in the spring that we told you you absolutely can have a season but we're going to do everything that we possibly can we're going to make the best decisions that we possibly can for safe opportunities for them them to compete does that include looking at attendance for softball and baseball games because then you're outdoors and you can really you know have a lawn chair out on outfield if you wanted to yeah, and realistically, it's it's just the uh, it's ticketed sports and uh, where we we uh, do an admission in the Sioux Falls School District. So really, the only one that that applies to right now, tennis. We've already kind of went through in the in the fall, so we'll do the same thing we did in the fall as we are in the spring. And golf, the same thing. Uh, baseball will operate how our softball program did in the fall. Um, but if you have a ticketed event. Um, so realistically, we're only looking at track, and that's the one that's going to be in, uh, you know, a challenge, and we're going to have to make some tough decisions on, on how we, we manage that uh, through the spring. If you are just listening, Casey Miley with the Sioux Falls School District is on the phone line. And speaking about things that are going on in the schools, what about the physical education programs going on in the district? Are the kids getting that active time they need during the day? Or what have been some decisions and conclusive ideas that have come out of that? Yeah, you know, we, we had to make some uh, adjustments in there as well. Extremely proud of our our physical education teachers in, in the Sioux Falls School District, the amount of effort and energy 
that they are are putting towards cleaning all of the the objects that we use in, in those classrooms and spacing kids and the classroom management and all that type of stuff provide that activity but we all know the importance of, of of activity and what it can do to a child's mind and increase the learning and all that type of stuff and what that provides for our students in the Sioux Falls School District. Um, so it was a high priority to be able to get that. We came up with a tiered system there as well. Uh, we started in a red, which was individual um, sports and, and stuff like that where the, the equipment couldn't be exchanged and all that type of stuff. And then we, we went to a yellow about two months into the school and, and we're still operating into that. But we're, we're just limited numbers, but we can do pretty much any activity that we can. But the, the main thing is between each class period, the equipment that is moving on to the next class period is being sanitized and cleaned as those students are coming into the classroom so that we can keep them safe and if it does does transfer um, through equipment and all that type of stuff the more and more we get into this we're seeing that it may not be transferring in that and it may just be through the aerosols and all that type of stuff but um, the guidance that we have right now is is to to clean those that equipment in between each period but um, it's been very successful, um, and we're still having that, that area in the Sioux Falls School District. You mentioned about how the Sioux Falls School District has been in these tiers for the physical education program, and you were saying how the district has been in the yellow tier. Now, what, what do those colors mean exactly? We started with a red, which is more of an individualistic approach. So we're, we were doing activities that were focused on the individual where we weren't sharing equipment, we weren't going face-to-face -face competition, things of that nature in the physical education. Still able to get a lot of that stuff done, get kids physically active, space them, do all that type of stuff. But it, as we went in two months, we felt like it was safe to get them into pods and they're assigned in smaller groups and still be able to do a volleyball game or still be able to do uh, flicker football or something like that, things of that nature. Um, but also still having those safety and protocols that we have in cleaning the equipment between each class period. If we get to green, the, the, the sanitization of the equipment will be before the school day and end the school day, but right now we're still in that yellow period, which means that in between each class we're sanitizing and cleaning that equipment so it's safe uh, for the next class that's coming in. But our, our groups have kind of uh, expanded a little bit into that yellow where we're, we're getting a little bit larger groups, a little bit larger activity, but we're still monitoring that the, the attendance and who's by who and the close contacts and there's just a lot of work for those physical education teachers to make sure that we know and we can assess the close contacts if we do have a positive case in the physical education. But the great thing is we're providing uh, activity for our kids on a, uh, uh, on a daily basis in our physical education classrooms and, and still kind of going into our traditional learning environment there. So that's that's a good thing. Absolutely. Now, during this whole thing, Casey, how have you been holding up? You know, you probably never thought in your career that you would have to deal with a pandemic or kind of navigate everyone through a pandemic. Yeah, no, I appreciate you asking. Um, you know, one of 
one of the things that I kind of laugh at and chuckle at, I never really argue with anyone when they, when they tell me, they go, oh, man, you had, it must have been nice. You, you had three to four months off. And I, I kind of laugh and chuckle. I was like, well, it, it, it's actually the hardest I've, I've ever worked. And I know our three high school activities principals and our five athletic coordinators at the middle school are, are the same. And I can attest to how incredibly hard they've worked and what they've read and what they've studied and who they've talked to in the discussions that we had just to provide a opportunity for our kids to compete in activities. Um, I'm just uh, incredibly thankful for what they've done, but I, I'm doing great. Um, it is a lot of work, it's a lot of time, it's a lot of effort, but the, the thing that I love, like I said last night, I just love stepping back at our activities and just watching the kids and looking up at the, the fans and the fans and our event staff workers and just the pure joy and the smiles and everything that is going on right now and just incredibly thankful that our kids get an opportunity to compete. It makes it all worth it. So all the hours and the time spent and all that type of stuff, to have those kids have an opportunity to get on the competition floor and uh, arena uh, is, is well worth everything that we've done in the Sioux Falls School District. So incredibly thankful for that and just really enjoyed. It's really helped build um, stronger and better relationships with the people I work with as well. Um, just the, our friendships were great before, but now we know each other um, even better and just incredibly thankful for the team that we have in the Sioux Falls School District and the opportunities that we've been able to provide for our kids. What are your hopes for the rest of this athletic season and even your fears because there is still a lot of unknowns surrounding this virus? Yeah, obviously my hope is that we get to the start of June and to the end of that state girls golf tournament and, and we finish. Um, that that is our that is my goal. I want to I want our, our number one goal when we set out to do this is is we want to stay in traditional learning. So what do we need to do as an athletic and physical education department to help our district achieve that goal? And then we put all these these things into play. So the number one thing is. To, to go through the last day of school without bouncing into a remote learning or a hybrid or, or something like that, that is my number one goal. And then our, my, my second goal is to finish that girls' state tournament. The biggest fear is that we have another rise and spike in, in the case numbers. Uh, we're right. very fortunate right now. Our numbers are going down, all those type of things. But... We have another spike, and, and it starts going a little bit crazy here in the spring. It's not looking like that. It looks really optimistic, but uh, feel, feel very optimistic that we're going to be able to get those goals done. But like I said, this is the tough part because you got vaccinations yeah. coming out. you got people. It, it is wearing, wearing a mask, all the guidelines and protocols, all those types of things. Um, you got through the holidays, everyone's kind of, all right, let's just get back to normal. But this, like I said to our activities principals the other day, the, these next two months are going to be our hardest two months. And, and we really got to buckle down here. We got to get and, and get focused that we got to get through these winter state tournaments and then start these spring sports 
to provide those opportunities for our student athletes. And it's going to be the most challenging two months that we have ahead of us. I think I can say this along with everybody else listening that we really do hope the finish line is near for all this and especially for the coaches, the student athletes and anyone involved working to get these programs still running for these kids. Casey Miley with the Sioux Falls School District. Casey, if anyone has any questions in regards to the athletics or any sort of physical education programs in the district, where can they go? Absolutely. I point them to, we, we just launched our athletic website this year. Uh, we hope that it, it gives our, our families and our community members a great opportunity to communicate with us. It's ffsbathletics.com. And uh, all the contact information that uh, our four high school activities principals now, uh, we got a lot of questions with Jefferson coming into play. Mm-hmm. And Coach Statham is is the activities principal there and then our, our six middle school athletic coordinators are listed in there as well as staff directories for our coaches for all of our sports so sfsbathletics.com there's contact information on there to to get a hold of anyone that you you should need awesome casey miley thank you so much for joining us this morning thanks christine appreciate you having me hi i'm trooper john schroeder with the south dakota highway patrol Expect the unexpected if you travel this winter. Keep updated on the latest weather and road conditions. Reduce your speed when traveling on snow or ice-packed roadways. Move over when approaching vehicles on the side of the road. Remain patient when you have vehicles around you. And always wear your seatbelt. Let's make sure we all get through this winter safely. I'm Christine Manica, and you've been listening to Sunday Focus. I'd like to thank Casey Miley from the Sioux Falls School District for joining us today. Next week on Sunday Focus, I'll sit down with the Executive Director of Levitt at the Falls, Nancy Hel to talk about the upcoming season. Sunday Focus is a public affairs program of Results Radio, Town Square Media, Sioux Falls.